Welcome to the Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about healthcare technologies. Hello, everyone. Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat. And today we're going to explore the world of the unified workspace within healthcare. And our returning guest is Mr. Sushmit Pal, who's a Dell Technologies Healthcare Field Director focused on connected health solutions. How are you today, Sushmit? Hey, Bruce. I'm doing great. How are you? Very well, and great to have you back on the podcast. Could we start with a little bit of your background, please? My name is Sushmit Pal. I'm a healthcare field director with Dell Technologies Healthcare and Life Sciences Practice. I focus on connected health solutions and the whole space around end-user computing in healthcare. I've been with Dell for the past 12 years in various sales marketing and business development roles. And prior to that, I was an IT consultant working on business process transformation initiatives for large multinational companies. So, Smit, let's start with a general question. How have healthcare trends and technology adoption impacted how caregivers work today? So, Bruce, as you've seen, there's a lot going on in healthcare, as there is a lot going on in the world right now that is very different from what we have been used to. Talking of trends, you recently did a great podcast with Dr. Justin Collier from our partner, WWT. And both of you, I think, did a great job talking about the challenges that is impacting our clinical workforce today. You all spoke about the regulatory burden, the burden of documentation on the EHR. For every one hour FaceTime with the patients, there's two hours in front of a computer entering notes, looking up data. There is a productivity pressure that our providers are facing today because their workflow has changed. It's digitized now. At the same time, there is a high, a very high incidence rate of burnout and depression among our clinical workforce. Well, thanks for the shout out to Dr. Collier's podcast. The hashtag fight burnout movement was referenced. I love that, that hashtag. Yes, and folks can find out more by referencing that hashtag on Twitter or the internet. What was your main takeaway and where do we go from here? The essential question is how can we leverage technology to be more efficient, not just in the way care delivery is practiced by the providers, but also how it is delivered to the patients. Because there's definitely a change happening there too, as care is becoming more remote and done more virtually. Some of it is essential in order to control and manage the chronic care crisis that we have today. In essence, what all of this is driving, all of these trends are driving is the need for more mobility with a fast and a secure remote access to medical records. So we're looking for more mobility and more remote access capabilities for healthcare workers. What benefits would that provide? One of the research that I recently read was from Deloitte, and they did some work with the National Health Service in the UK that showed by using a mobile working solution for community nurses, they were able to see a decrease in documentation time by 60%. They also saw an increased face time with patients by 29%. So in that study, that translated into two additional patients seen per day all with a solution that enabled these community nurses to be more mobile, to be able to access data at point of care, obviously in a secure way. So the need for mobility is, I think, one of the big drivers that we are seeing from these trends. So great example of the need for mobility. What else are you seeing out there? There's also the need for the virtual care delivery models. And this is very relevant to what we are seeing right now with this crisis around the global pandemic. 
telehealth, virtual care, remote patient monitoring are essential to be able to deliver care to a large population with a limited set of care providers. And that means going beyond the four walls of the hospital. And technology can play a very important role there as well. So telehealth, in order to leverage providers to care for more patients outside of the clinical setting, and by the way, occasionally I can hear your children in the background, and I know you are home as I am. Any other trends you're seeing? The last thing I'll mention is across all industries, we are seeing this shift towards a more remote and virtual workforce. And that's going to impact every aspect of our normal lives, the way we work, the way we communicate, the way we engage and collaborate with our team members, with our customers, with our partners. Work from home in a healthcare environment, I know has its limitations because you still need caregivers in the hospitals, in the clinics. But for the non-clinical workers, which probably makes up for maybe one-fourth or one-third of your workforce, How do you enable them to work from home and still maintain a level of productivity and efficiency? These are all things that our customers today are having to deal with. When we think about mobility, virtual care, and more mobile access, remote access, how has this impacted IT's ability to manage and support the healthcare IT infrastructure? IT certainly plays a big role in this because technology is a key enabler. And it can also be a hindrance if not implemented in the right way. That's what makes IT's role so critical in this transition. So more and more IT organizations are finding that, for one, they have to support an increasingly diverse set of devices and platforms and applications. So consequently, the whole work of lifecycle management from a device perspective becomes an overhead. So we are talking about things right from the procurement of the device to deployment of the device to the ongoing management of the device, and finally, retirement and decommissioning of the device. All of these things IT has to do, and if you have to do this for a large mobile workforce that is working remote, the complexities, it just increases. So device lifecycle management is certainly a challenge. What else are you seeing? We're also finding, in some cases, Deployment, for example, deploying a single PC can take up to 30 hours, nearly a week. So imagine you join an organization and it takes you a week to get your laptop or your desktop and be productive. That's certainly not something that's acceptable and that's going to limit the productivity and efficiency of workers overall. Gartner has a great stat around this. They talk about the total cost of ownership. And 80% of the total cost of ownership for a PC is in the ongoing lifecycle management of the device. And a part of this is all of those security updates and patches that IT has to regularly apply to keep the devices secure, the applications up to date. You've also seen an impact on the IT help desk, isn't that right? 50% of the IT help desk calls are typically for application access and application download requests password resets, and VPN issues. All of these are things that IT has to manage and deliver a certain service level back to the users. And as users start to work from home, now IT has to worry about devices that are not on their network anymore, and users has to VPN in. And what does that experience look like? Do they still get a single sign-on? How do they access different types of applications? Some of them may not be a modern web-enabled applications. Some might require a virtual desktop strategy. 
to get access to a full suite of applications that they need to do their job. How does all of that work? And there's another aspect that IT has to worry about in this new world of remote access. Can you tell us about that? Something that we don't always think about, but IT has to deal with in this new work from home initiative that's going on. It's one thing to work a day from office. You take a day off and you stay at home and you work from home. You're probably sitting on your couch or on your bed. But it's a whole different thing if you have to do this five days a week and eight to 10 hours a day. So IT has to have a perspective around what does your home office look like? What do you need to be most productive in your home when you're doing regular office work from your home? It includes everything from ergonomic desks to multiple monitors to docks to a comfortable headset, a power bank if you are very mobile. All of these things are now something that IT has to worry about because at the end of the day, they are responsible for the technology. They are measured based on user experience and the total cost of ownership. They have to deliver this level of functionality at the most optimal cost. Sussman, we're talking about the concept of a unified workspace. Can you define that for us first? If you take a step back, the success of your end-user computing strategy is typically measured in two ways, your end-user experience, and the total cost of ownership. And then user experience could typically be in like an NPS score or something similar, and the total cost of ownership across the three or four years. Our point of view around end user computing revolves around two concepts that ties back to these metrics. The two concepts uh, are interrelated. They are, as we had reviewed on an earlier podcast, the first one was around personas. The ability to assign a user to a persona based on their work style. And the second concept is around a unified workspace that is able to get the right device to the user and to be able to manage and support and secure that device based on the user's work style and the user's work location and applications that they need for their job. This concludes part one of our podcast. Check back for part two, where Sysmet takes us through the key elements of the Dell Technologies Unified Workspace Solution, which are deploy, secure, manage, and support. He also discusses the components of the solution, integration of the components, how to get started, where to find more info, and final thoughts.